Good morning. It is Thursday, October twelfth, and this is the Buddy Bill Show. Um, baseball is still underway. There is now only one more game in the NLDS. There have been two teams last night that moved on to the league championship series. But let's just get to the first game that was yesterday, and it was the Braves and the Phillies. This was a beatdown from the start to finish. So apparently last after the Braves won game two on Tuesday, uh, there were some comments that were made by Orlando Arcia. Also, the correction was on Monday. Orlando Arcia made a comment about Bryce Harper getting doubled up, and he said, all he said apparently was attaboy Harper. Um, that was said in the locker room, in the clubhouse, where players feel safe if they can say what they, however they, whatever they want, pretty much, without really having any issues with it getting out. Well, somehow it got out. I don't know if it was from a player, if it was from a reporter that was there. It doesn't matter. Well, Bryce Harper said that he was going to take it personally. He wore a. <laughs> He wore a uh, Deion Sanders shirt walking into the game. Deion Sanders played for the Braves, apparently, um, famously. Uh, he's some a guy that takes stuff personally, and Bryce definitely did. Because all Bryce did was went out and went two for five with two home runs That's just, and had four RBIs. Uh, those two home runs let had him pass um, – Everybody else for the most home runs in lead divisional series, in divisional series history. Um, he not only did he hit the home runs, both times that he hit them when he was rounding second, Orlando RC, the shortstop, he stared a hole into him. I mean, he was looking all the way back, uh, staring at him, and he just let him know what the deal was. Uh, but no, the, the Phillies just. Followed him. He Bryce Harper is the heart and soul of this Phillies team. Where he goes, the rest of the team goes. And right now, and against the Braves, uh, the last two postseasons, I think he's like five for ten. Um, actually, he's, he's like he's like five for ten, something like that, with like five home runs. It, it, the average may not be correct, but I know he has like five home runs in the last two years against the Braves in the playoffs. He's a Braves killer. He really is. Uh, not only that, Nick Castellanos has played really well. Uh, he went two for four with two home runs himself last night, and he also had two RBIs. JT Real Muto's played really well. Uh, and last night he was one for three with a double and two RBIs. Those three guys have really led this team. Um, they've kind of made up for Trey Turner not playing great, even though Trey Turner hit a home run yesterday as well. Um, but Aaron Nola was dealing yesterday. Um, he got he picked up his second win of the postseason. He only went five and two thirds, but he had nine strikeouts yesterday, which was his post postseason career high. Uh, gave up six hits and two earned runs. Also added in a walk. The Braves weren't able to get anything going. I mean, they had a lot of hits, but they weren't able to get anything uh, strung together where they can score some runs. Ronald Acuna went two for five with a double. Those are his first two hits of the series. He has got to have a big game. Uh, if they want to be able to extend this series whenever they play game four. Uh, like I said, Orlando Arcia, uh, he went one for four. Just, that was his, I believe, second hit of the series. Uh, so he may not have been the right person to talk. Uh, the Phillies hit six home runs yesterday. That was a franchise postseason record. 
Uh, like I said, they're, they've been Braves killers. And if they continue to play like this, it's going to be hard to beat them. Also, if they're at home, which is where they're going to play tonight, I don't see it happening. That crowd is awesome. Um, they were on Arcia from the start to finish. They were actually doing the Braves chop uh, right back at them, which was something that I haven't seen very often. T- other teams doing it right back to them. It was pretty cool. But that fam- fan base is awesome, and it, it's going to be tough for the Braves to be able to extend this series. Speaking of teams that did not extend the series at home, uh, the Twins yesterday were finally eliminated by the Astros. The Astros won 3-2. to two. Uh, This means that the Astros won in four. And this is the seventh straight year that the Astros have advanced to the ALCS, which is mind-blowing, especially given where the Astros were, say, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, They were at the bottom of the league. They they said that they were in a process of tanking on purpose so that they can get good draft picks. And actually, for the first time that I've seen where they actually teams tank on purpose – it actually worked. Um, it really did, and they've they've been they've been the best franchise in baseball for the last ten years, or the last six seven years. Um, Jose Abreu yesterday, he's uh had he was two for four with a home run, two RBIs. That's his eighth RBI in just three games or four games. Uh, he's been playing really well. Michael Brantley one for four with a home run as well. Uh, Jordan Alvarez had another hit. He's just always done this series is smoke the ball. Uh, Jose Urquidy, uh, he got the win. He went five and two thirds, gave up just three hits, two earned runs, six strikeouts. He had one walk on this card. Uh, Ryan Presley, Ryan Presley was able to get the save yesterday. It was a really close one. Uh, like I said, they, he came in the ninth up by one, fell behind in every count. And was able to come back and get everybody struck out the side. Uh, that was his second save of the series. Uh, Edouard Julien for the Twins went two for three with a home run. Just was and so did Royce Lewis. Royce Lewis also went one for three with a home run. Uh, that was his fourth home run of the postseason. Uh, but that was all the Twins could muster as two home two solo home runs. Uh, they only had one more hit outside of those two. They only had three hits total. Just wasn't enough to get the job done, and they are now going home. Uh, this was a great year for the Twins, especially not having won a postseason game in so such a long time. So I think they're going to be excited about this. But nevertheless, the Astros are moving on. Uh, they will play the Rangers in the ALCS, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, the Dodgers are done. The Dodgers were swept by the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks won 4-2. to two. Uh, the Dodgers were only able to score two runs in each of the three games in this series. It was um, a home run party for the Diamondbacks. You had Gerardo Perdomo, Cattell Marte, Christian Walker, and Gabriel Moreno all hit solo home runs in the third inning. That was the first time in Major League postseason history that a team hit four home runs in one inning. Uh, they were they hit them all off Lance Land. Uh, Lance Lynn struggled last night, as did have all the rest of the starting pitchers for uh, L.A. Like I said, he did take the loss. He only went two and two-thirds, gave up six hits, four earned, one strikeout, and no walks. But the story of this series was that the 
the Dodgers stars um, that have been there and done that, been able to um, carry teams in the past, did not do that. The starting pitchers for the Dodgers, that was Clayton Kershaw, Bobby Miller, and now Lance Lynn, went a combined four and two-thirds in three games with a 27.86 combined ERA. It's they've had to rely on their bullpen and their bullpen just hasn't been able to do it because they've been probably probably because they're tired. They've had to throw so many innings the last three games. Uh but none of this and not only was it just it wasn't just pitching. It was their hitting as well. Their best hitters, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy, JD Martinez, those guys have been there. Those guys have produced in big situations. And they went a combined five of forty-two for that's a one nineteen average and twelve strikeouts. I believe Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, between the two of them, those are two of the best hitters in baseball. Only had one hit in three games. It's not going to get the job done. That's pretty simple. So if you're the Dodgers, you just got to be just disappointed that the guys that got you to this point, the guys that have gotten you where you've wanted to in the past, just were not able to perform. But good for the Diamondbacks. It is their first appearance in the NLCS since 2007. Uh, they will be facing the winner of the Braves and the Phillies. And now the Phillies op- have an opportunity to close this thing tonight. Uh, the Phillies lead this series 2-1, to one, like I said. This, they play tonight at 7.07 Central Time on TBS. Uh, this game, like I said, is in Philly. It's going to be tough for the Braves. But the Braves do have their, their ace, Spencer Strider, on the mound. The other day, he did take the loss, uh, but he was able to go seven innings, only give up five hits, and one earned run. He didn't get any run support the other day. Uh, he he struck out eight and walked two. Uh, the Phillies are not sure who they're going to throw at the moment. Uh, this is probably going to be it'll be a game time decision. Uh, so this is an opportunity for the Braves with their guy on the mound to go in and tie this series up and take it back home for a, fi- a deciding game five in Atlanta. But this this should be a fun one. Great atmosphere. It's a great game to watch. Um, and that game, like I said, it's at seven o'clock. Just at, we're just after seven today. In the ALCS, we have a matchup now. We is the Battle of Texas. I'll call it the Lone Star Showdown. And that game is going to game one of this will be on Sunday. It has not been announced what time yet. Uh, reminder that the ALCS and the NLCS are both best of seven series. So this is something that's interesting about this series. Uh, it features two of the best managers of all time. For the Rangers, you have Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy has 2,093 managerial wins. That's good for 10th all time. He also has three World Series with the Giants in the early 2010s. Uh, and then for the Astros, is Dusty Baker, who has 2,183 managerial wins. That's good for seventh all-time. So both of these guys are in the top ten in all-time managerial wins. Dusty Baker also won the World Series last year with the Astros. So these guys, have, these are, like I said, these are two of the best managers in the entire in the league, in league history. Uh, this is a great matchup of minds. Uh, Bruce Bochy was a huge pickup for the, the Rangers early this year. That's, I think, a huge reason as to why they are where they are. Um, they just, the Rangers decided to go out 
and bring him in with the talent they had, and he jailed perfectly. Uh, he's been able to get this team all the way here. This has been – honestly, these have been the best two teams in the AL just outside the Orioles. With the Orioles were so young, you just didn't really trust them. These are probably – these are the best two teams in the AL. This is who it should be in the ALCS. And this is going to be a really, really fun series. Like I said, that series is going to start sometime on Sunday. That time will be given out later. So, but that's going to just about cover it for baseball this week. Um, let's go to football. These are some games to watch this weekend in college football. First, tonight, uh, we have West Virginia at Houston. West Virginia is favored by two and a half. Uh, this game is at six o'clock tonight on FS1. Uh, should be a fun one. This is a interesting matchup. Both of these teams a little bit down this year. Uh, they've been really solid in the past, but they're just a little bit down this year. Uh, tomorrow night, you got a, honestly a great matchup between Tulane and Memphis. This game is going to be in Memphis. Both teams are four and one. Tulane is favored by four and a half. Uh, this game is going to be at six o'clock tomorrow night on ESPN. The game of the weekend, though, is going to be Saturday. At 2.30 on ABC is number eight, Oregon, at number seven, Washington. This is the best matchup, one of the best matchups that we will have had all year. Uh, These are two undefeated Pac-12 teams looking for a chance to win the Pac-12 and make it to the college football playoff. Uh, You're going to find out a lot about these two teams. I feel like I know Washington's favorite. I think that's really just because they're at home. Oregon, I think, is the better team. Washington has a better player in Michael Penix. but Oregon's defense is solid. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They can do everything how they, they need to. Washington is going to be able to put up a lot of points, I think. Uh, we're going to find out how good Oregon's defense actually is. Uh, this is going to be a really fun one. So, like I said, Washington's favored by three. That game's at 2.30 on ABC on Saturday. A game in the SEC to watch, Texas A&M at Tennessee. Texas A&M coming off of a tough loss at against Alabama. Uh, Tennessee is favored by three in this game. This game is going to be in Neyland Stadium. This game is also at 2.30, but it's on CBS on Saturday. Both of those two games at two, on the 2.30 window will be really fun to watch. Uh, when we get later in the afternoon, the night, Auburn goes down to Death Valley and plays number 22 LSU. This LSU is favored by 11 in this. Uh, not anybody expecting Auburn to win. This is one of those games where Hugh Freeze gets, gets things figured out and makes it a game. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Auburn at least keeps this one close. That game's at 6 o'clock on ESPN. His only issue is that it's going to be a night game in Death Valley, and that is not when you want to play. Another huge game this weekend. Number 10, USC goes to South Bend and plays number 21, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is favored by three in this game, uh, which is surprising since given USC uh, is has the talent they have. I actually gave USC out in Buddy's Bets this week. I think that USC is going to win this game. Uh, that game is at 6.30 on NBC. That game is – so you have the top three teams in the Pac-12 all playing big games this week, and that's going to continue to happen for the next few weeks because they're really getting in that part of schedule where they're all about to play each other, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but both, all three of those teams are going to be really fun to watch on Saturday. Can Miami bounce back after that horrible coaching performance by Mario Cristobal? We will find out really quickly because they don't have any time to breathe because now they're going to Chapel Hill and playing North Carolina, number 12 North Carolina. 
Uh, North Carolina is only favored by three and a half. That's a little bit surprising. You would think that they'd be favored by more. Uh, maybe Vegas knows something we don't. Uh, that game is going to be at six thirty on ABC. A game of one law, a matchup of one loss. SEC East teams. Missouri was not able to win against LSU last week. Kentucky got blown out by Georgia, and here they are playing each other. Missouri goes to Kentucky, number twenty-four. Kentucky. Kentucky's favored by two and a half. This would be a fun one as well. Uh, 6.30 on SEC Network. That should be a fun one. Uh, we There's honestly no telling what's going to happen here. Missouri's offense has been playing really well. They can sling it around. Uh, Kentucky's able to run the ball well, and Devin Leary's played good throughout the year. So this would be a fun one. And the last game I want to watch tomorrow is another game against two really good Pac-12 teams, two one-loss Pac-12 teams. Number 18, UCLA, goes to number 15, Oregon State. Uh, Oregon State is favored by three and a half. That game was at 7 o'clock on Fox. This would be, like I said, the Pac-12 is actually loaded this year. It's unfortunate this is the last year of the Pac-12, but they've been, they are arguably the deepest league in the, in the country this year. It's it, There's some great Pac-12 games to watch on Saturday. Let's go to the NFL. Uh, tonight, the Broncos at Kansas City. This is going to be rough. I don't see it any other way. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by 10.5. It might be more. It really might. That game's at 7.15 Central Time on Amazon Prime. It, I don't know. The, the Broncos might be in a lot of trouble. So, Sunday morning football in the International Series in London. Uh, the Ravens are going playing against the Titans across the pond. Uh, the Ravens are favored by four. That game is going to be at 8.30 a.m. on the NFL Network. Make sure to wake, set your alarms early to get up and watch that game if you're a fan of either of these teams. Uh, regular time on Sunday, you got the Seahawks going to Cincinnati playing the Bengals. This should be a fun one. This is The Bengals are favored by two and a half. The Bengals really lit up the Cardinals' defense last week. Jamar Chase t- told everybody that he was open. And Joe Burrow made it known that he was, in fact, open with 15 catches and three touchdowns for over 100, 190 yards. Um, this is going to be an interesting matchup between Geno Smith and Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow has struggled this year. Geno Smith has played really well. Uh, the receiving cores are very similar. Uh, you, I would have to give the nod to Cincinnati, but I'm not sure if T. Higgins is going to be healthy and playing which is a big loss for the Bengals. But after that, we got the 49ers at the Browns. Niners are favored by seven. That game is also at noon central time on Fox. Uh, This will be probably a beatdown. I don't believe Deshaun Watson is playing. Apparently, the doctors have cleared him to play, but he has not cleared himself. Interesting um, news there. I'm not really sure what to think about that. But it's that's not very common. I guess he just doesn't feel comfortable enough to be able to play right now. And if that's the case, then it is what it is. They'll have to go on without him. The Lions travel to Tampa and play the Bucks. Uh, the Lions are favored by three and a half. This is one of the better games of the weekend. Uh, this is it will be at three twenty-five Central Time on Fox. And uh, that's that, like I said, this will be a fun one. Uh, Baker Mayfield against Jared Goff. Uh, I don't know really. I think the Lions have the advantage here. But being in Tampa is concerning if you're a Lions fan. 
but then again, the Lions have gone in and won in big in in more hostile environments already this year. So maybe they feel a little bit more comfortable here. And then the last game that I want to talk about is the Giants at the Bills. And there's not really much of a reason to talk about this, but the question is whether or not the Bills are going to be able to cover the 14 points that they're giving. Um, so that game's also, that's going to be the Sunday night football at 7.20 on NBC. Um, other than that, that's about it. There will not be a show tomorrow because I'm going to go and watch some junior college football tonight. Uh, going to watch the Northeast Tigers, who are now number ranked number nine nationally. Uh, Got to go watch little brother go get his first career start at quarterback. So I'm excited about that one. Uh, so Northeast will be playing East Central. There's some good matchups in junior college this year. Uh, Got a tough schedule coming up, but they have a great opportunity to move to 6-0, and and Cameron will be starting quarterback. I'm excited about it. So no show tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a late night, and uh, we'll not be here with you, but we will be back on Monday to get you recap on what happened on the weekend. So thank everybody for joining in, and like I said, we will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend.